Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Inner Groove Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina, and I hope that you're having such a beautiful day. If you're a new listener, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you guys have been really liking these solo episodes. I've been on a roll with them and I've just been really liking them because I feel like I really get to chat with you guys and it feels like it's just us hanging out. I had been receiving a lot of positive feedback about the solos, so I'm just doing more of them. And I'm also always open to feedback and suggestions. So if you guys have any guests that you want me to have on or if you have any topics you want me to talk about on solo episodes, please DM me let me know. Also, if you are a longtime listener to the podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me if you just pulled out your phone right now, wherever you're listening, and head to Apple Podcasts and just leave a five-star ranking and maybe a written review. That would mean the world to me. That would make me so grateful. And it would also be really helpful to get that extra input from you guys on how you are liking the show because a lot of you guys DM me to tell me how you like the show and that it's really helped you. So Yeah, would mean the world if you did that. On today's episode, we're actually going to talk about a topic that was a request from one of the podcast listeners. So I'm really excited. We're going to dive into a zero to 100 mindset around food and how you can kind of move away from that pattern and find more balance when it comes to your approach to eating and also find just like more freedom and more joy in your life and just to feel better in terms of your mindset and in terms of your relationship with yourself and therefore experience inner growth, which is what this podcast is all about after all so yeah i'm super excited thank you to the podcast community for all of your ideas for these solos just a couple life updates i feel like this month has been flying by i cannot believe it's fall in new york it has been so beautiful you guys like so amazing the leaves are turning they're all colorful and like all different colors and i always feel like we're going through this collective metamorphosis, like this collective transformation as fall approaches and as the leaves really start to change. And it's just magical because I grew up in Brazil. Like I did not grow up with seasons and getting to experience them here in New York is just so beautiful. So, so beautiful. So I'm very grateful. I also have been implementing something new in my kind of like routine that I'm excited about. Essentially, I saw this TikTok that was talking about this thing from this book called The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. Essentially, is this concept of the 30-30-30, which is eating a breakfast with 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking up and then going on a 30-minute walk or doing some type of like steady heart rate cardio for 30 minutes. I've just been walking and I'm two days in and I have been feeling really good because most days what I was doing before is I'd like wake up, have a banana, have a coffee and like go straight into a workout and then only eat later. And it's crazy because I would like start to notice like during my workouts, it's like my body would get more inflamed. I could like see myself getting more bloated like throughout the workout. And I really wonder if it's because of just this 
habit that I had of not having like a full breakfast right away. So I have been doing that the last couple of days and I have to say I've been really liking it because I also like that it just gets me out of the house. If it's like raining, I probably will like walk in the treadmill in my gym. But since it's been really nice outside, I've been going on these walks and just admiring nature and it just feels really nice to get fresh air first thing in the morning. So it's just like a little health hack that I've been trying out. So we'll see how I feel about it in a couple of weeks. I also have a lot of travel planned which I'm excited about because I have not been travel. I mean, I always say this, but I do travel a good amount. I just have not gone on a very long trip this year. And so I'm going to a wedding in Florida in a couple of weeks, which I'm excited about. One of my good friends, Callie, is getting married. And then I am just going to stay in Florida for an extra week because I was going to go anyway the week after that for Thanksgiving. So I'm just going to be in Florida for like three weeks or like two and a half weeks. And then I'm going to be back to New York for a couple of days. And then Pedro and I are doing a Europe trip, which I'm so excited for so we're gonna be traveling a lot of december and then we're going to brazil for christmas so lots of travel coming up which is really exciting also october has just been such a fun month it's just been so social so libra season and it's just been really great i've been around a lot of amazing friends we had some family friends visiting in the beginning of the month and pedro's mom and then my friend mafe was here for two weeks so i got to see her and she stayed with me and my friend gabby so that was really really fun and it's just been awesome having little things in my social life to look forward to, whether it's trying a new restaurant or going out to a concert or planning a hike with friends or going to the park, things like that. It's just been really, really awesome. Also like going on coffee dates with friends and co-working and just planning fun date nights with Pedro. There's just been so much fun stuff going on and I'm so grateful. And I feel like that's what I'm leaving Libra season thinking the most about is just the power of our social connections and the power of just being around people who you love and prioritize prioritizing your connections in your life. So let this be your sign to reach out to a friend, to come up with a fun outing, to plan a date night, to plan like a concert that you want to go to, just like something fun and have these micro moments of joy sprinkled in in your week, like maybe one fun thing a week to look forward to and watch how much better your mental health and your emotional health get. It's crazy. It's magical. It's so simple, but it's game changing. So I wanted to share that with you guys as well. We're now in Scorpio season. So new energy. I feel like Scorpio season is like super fall. It's like the leaves are falling, right? The trees are changing. And so are we. We're like getting ready for winter. We're getting ready to transform into like the versions of ourselves that we're going to be next year. So yeah, I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling just excited for the next version of me and excited for 2024 as well, which is fast approaching and it's crazy. So yeah, let's jump into this episode. I'm so excited. I hope you guys enjoy and let's get growing. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a zero to 100 mindset around food and how to work through that for your inner growth. So essentially being in this zero to 100 mindset, what that kind of looks like is approaching food and your eating choices from kind of an extreme place. And I find that this can look like many different ways, but the most common thing I notice with people is essentially having this mindset around food where you're like, okay, either I have to eat super healthy and do that perfectly and cook most of my meals at home and not eat out that much. And if I eat out, I only eat these many things and whatever. But having all these rules and restrictions around how you're supposed to eat and attempting to be extremely healthy all of the time and doing things 
very, very, very perfectly. And then if there's one day that you do something that you consider not to be perfect or you consider to fall out of those rules, you fall to this shame and guilt spiral and you feel like a failure and then you drop it. And you're like, well, if I can't do it perfectly, why even do it? What's the point? Like, I can't keep up with this. Clearly, it's too hard. Clearly, living a healthy life is too hard for me. Like, might as well not try. And then in that moment, you drop it and you fall to the opposite extreme. And that's not healthy either because in that extreme, you're also neglecting and letting go of habits and lifestyle shifts that are helpful for your well-being and are important. And this is something I talk a lot about with my inner growth one-on-one clients. If you guys are interested in coaching, by the way, you can always find information for that in my link in bio on my Instagram But essentially, I talk about this a lot with my clients. And what I always tell them, what I always teach them is a concept that I call the and mindset. And I always say there's a difference between the and mindset and the or mindset. The or mindset is what I just described. It's either I do everything perfectly or why bother? I might as well drop it. And it's like either I eat perfectly and do all these things or I don't care and I'm off of routine and I don't have self-care habits. But then the and mindset is about approaching food and life from the place of I can have a really awesome healthy salad for lunch and have dessert later. I can go and have tacos and margs with my friends and have a healthy breakfast tomorrow morning. It's not mutually exclusive and that's where you find the middle ground. That's where you find that healthy middle where you are able to live in balance and you are not constantly going back to this yo-yo pattern and always back to day one when it comes to healthy habits and healthy eating. And I feel like when I think about my past self, I would struggle with this so much because I would label foods as good or bad and then I would fall to this judgment all the time of myself if I ate something that I considered bad, right? If I ate something that I would call a bad food, let's say, for example, for me for such a long time, it was like pizza. If I ate a pizza or if I ate like more than two slices of pizza, I would be in such a shame and guilt spiral and I would feel so bad and then I would feel like, oh my gosh, like I just outweighed the workout that I did today, all the healthy meals that I had and whatever. But no, actually, like because I had those healthy habits throughout the day, that means I lived in balance. But if tomorrow I'm just like in this guilt and shame spiral and feeling so, so bad and I let everything go, that's when I'm actually falling out of balance again even more. So it's really important to shift your mindset around this and realize that these things don't have to be mutually exclusive. And it's also really important to get clear around like, what are the rules that you have around food? What are the things that you tell yourself you're not allowed to have? And why? If you tell yourself that you cannot have them at all and that you are not allowed to eat those things, when you do eat them, you are more likely to actually go overboard. You're actually more likely to overeat on those foods because they're like quote-unquote cheat foods because they're bad foods because they're things that are off limits that you shouldn't be having and because there's this lack mindset around those foods when you do have them you're like i don't know when i'm gonna allow myself to have this food so i might as well eat so much of it and that's what triggers even more guilt but if you tell yourself that you're allowed to have let's say dessert every night why would you overeat Because you know you can have some tomorrow. It's the same thing like if you are at a restaurant and you're like eating something and it tastes really good but you're feeling satisfied, by knowing that you can just pack that up in a box and eat it later, you're less likely to overeat it in the moment because you know you can have more of it later. 
And that's on embracing this abundance mindset. So having this new approach with food will help you prevent overeating when you do eat foods that you use to consider bad and implement more balance. And this has been such a game-changing concept for me, even in my journey. It's like, yeah, if I can have dark chocolate today and tomorrow and whatever day, like first, why would I feel bad about it if I had it today? And second, why would I overeat it? Because I know that I can eat it every single day. So I'd rather have a smaller bite or a smaller portion every single day than like go overboard and then feel nauseous and feel like I overate. So figure out for you, like what are the things you tell yourself that you're not allowed to have? And like, how could you challenge those beliefs? How could you implement those things with more moderation, with more frequency and with less judgment? And again, remember that the judgment really comes out of labeling them as bad. This also makes me think about a Q&A that I did. I think it was last week. And someone said, do you believe in cheat days? Do you have cheat days? And in my response to that question, I said, I actually never use the word cheat around any foods or any days, really. Because when you use that word, it's the same effect as saying something is bad. When you say, oh, this is my cheat day, it just reinforces the zero to 100 pattern where you're like, oh, I might as well just overeat it because today's my cheat day. I can eat whatever I want. But then the next day, how good are you going to feel? How's your body going to react to like a day where you say, F everything, I'm just going to overeat on all the foods that I normally don't allow myself to have. Are you going to feel balanced the next day? Are you going to feel happy with your choices? Or do you think you would feel happier if you told yourself, you know what, like I have a dinner planned with my friends tonight and I really want to have pizza. So yeah, I'm going to allow myself to have the pizza tonight. And then tomorrow I'll just go back to things how they normally are. I'll eat like it's a normal day. I will nourish myself. I will continue with my healthy habits. And eating the pizza doesn't mean that I am doing a bad job at living a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't mean that I failed. It doesn't mean that I don't need to care about anything at all because I am incapable of living this healthy lifestyle. So it's really about that self-judgment and it's really about rebuilding that confidence in yourself and being like, yes, like I deserve this. I deserve these experiences. I deserve abundance. I deserve to have this abundance mindset around food. I'm worthy of these things. It's about building that self-worth and that sense of I deserve it and I am confident in my ability to do this in moderation. And it's a work in progress. You're going to have to just challenge that old self over and over and over. Which brings me to my point number three, which is something that I also talk a lot about with my clients. Essentially, there's this book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And my biggest takeaway from this book, which I read in 2020, so a little while ago, is that we have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And I actually have a podcast episode really early on in the show, like, I don't know, probably within the first 10 episodes, which is about the subconscious mind. But basically, the conscious mind is a part of your brain that you can consciously identify. Think of an iceberg, right? Have you ever seen those pictures where there's an iceberg and you see that the top 5% of the iceberg is above the water, but 95% of the iceberg is underwater and you cannot see it. That is the same thing as your subconscious and your conscious mind. The conscious mind is a 5%. It's the tip of the iceberg. It's what you're consciously aware of. It's the thoughts that you can pinpoint. It's the beliefs that you're aware you have. However, there's a subconscious mind that's underneath the water that's taking up most of your brain space. And your subconscious houses all of your beliefs, all of your life experiences. And essentially, these experiences that you've had throughout your life have shaped how you think about things and the beliefs you have about yourself. And they might be influencing you without you even realizing. So they might be beliefs that you're not really aware of because you act them out without thinking. You act them out on impulse. You act them out subconsciously. And so 
as you start to get really real with yourself and you're like, okay, you know, I have this zero and hundred approach with food and it's really not good for me. And it's something I really want to change. However, you keep falling back to it because you have these beliefs in your subconscious that are ruling your life. And that's going to look so different from person to person. So I can't really tell you exactly what those beliefs are. But some examples, maybe you're like, I need to be perfect. Or in your brain, you have this definition of what healthy living means or maybe you had a phase of your life where you considered yourself your healthiest but maybe you weren't your healthiest but that's where your subconscious believes is healthy is restricting is these rules is cutting these things out is having extreme life changes or maybe you've even normalized this yo-yo pattern so you're gonna have to get really clear about what is the old way of thinking that you've had around food and what are those beliefs and what are the new beliefs that you want to have around food And then you have to understand that there's going to be a discrepancy there. And a lot of the times, the inner voice that you hear is going to be the subconscious mind. It's going to be those old thoughts. It's going to be those old beliefs telling you that you have to restrict, that you have to do certain things, that if you missed a day of healthy eating or if you went out and you ate too much, that you have to do certain things, that you have to restrict certain things the next day or that you need to drop everything. You're just going to have to realize that that's going to get triggered. That old voice is going to come up. And when you notice that old voice come up, You have to cash yourself and remind yourself of the new beliefs that you want to have. What is the relationship with food that your higher self has? What are those new beliefs? And then you have to reinforce that belief with action. Because as I said, right, your old experiences and the things you've done in the past have created the current beliefs in your subconscious mind. And so to rewire your subconscious and to change the way that you operate on automatic, on autopilot, is to create new beliefs. But Beliefs are created from action. So when you take action to reinforce that new belief, you're helping yourself build to those becoming your new beliefs. So for example, let's say you go out to eat and you eat something that you consider unhealthy in air quotes. The next day, your old self, your old disordered voice, your old restrictive voice, is gonna get flared up and it's gonna say, oh my gosh, you ate so much, you went off the bandwagon, you shouldn't have done that, you should restrict today, or you should do X, Y, Z, or maybe it's gonna tell you, you know, you're not good at this, why are you even trying, like, F it all. You have to catch yourself in that moment and you have to think about the new belief. Let's say the new belief is, yes, I ate out yesterday and I deserve that. And I also deserve to eat normally today. And I'll just go back to the healthy habits that make me feel really good. So you go and you reinforce that new belief by having a healthy breakfast or you reinforce that new belief by just living your life like you normally do. Drink your water, do the habits in your morning routine that you've been trying to implement. Tell yourself, yes, great. I'm actually proud of myself that I implemented that balance, that I allowed myself to have that food. It doesn't mean anything about my quality of character, about my worthiness, my ability to be healthy. It's just neutral. And I'm going to choose to reinforce this new belief by properly nourishing myself, by going about my life like I've been going about it and continuing with the habits that I want to have because those are also habits that my higher self has. In that moment, you're rowing in the direction of your higher self and you're improving your relationship with food and you're helping yourself get back to that balance point instead of falling off the bandwagon, saying F it all, and then going to the other extreme. So yeah, those are the main tips I wanted to offer on this topic. I know it's definitely a very tough place to be when you're feeling like you're in the zero or 100 and you have all these rules and these restrictions and you want to break free from them, it's really important to give yourself compassion and grace as you're moving through this because it's not easy and it will get better. You'll get better at it with time. 
And it's crazy to me because when I think back to my own story and my own journey with food and with my own journey with my body, when I first started having like a really tough relationship with my body, that was in 2016. So that was a long time ago. Like in a couple of years, it's going to have been 10 years, which is wild. But it's not like the moment that it started is the moment that it went away. It's the moment it started. And so I have had so many ups and downs in my own journey with my body, in my own journey with food. And every step of the way has brought its own challenges, its own lessons, and it has led me to where I am today. And I am by no means perfect, but I do feel like I'm in a place, especially after this year, I've really just done so much work on implementing these actions towards the new beliefs that I want to have. And they have really, really changed the game for me. And in challenging that, in challenging those fears, in challenging those restrictions and those rules, it has been uncomfortable for me. For example, I used to be so scared of croissants. Like, eating a croissant for breakfast, for me, like, that was a huge fear of food. And I've had to challenge that, like, so many times with going to a bakery and trying it out and eating it and then working through those loud inner critic thoughts of, you shouldn't have eaten that. That was so greasy. That was so bad of you. Like, I've had to work through them every single time and i've had to reinforce the new beliefs every single time and it has paid off because now it's becoming easier and easier for me to have my fear foods to be in this balance to really not fall to the guilt spirals and the shame spirals after a night out or after going out to dinner or for example this month when i've had so many visitors and i've been eating out more i've had to tell myself it's okay you know it's part of it it's part of life i'm not failing my health journey i'm not doing a bad job i deserve these experiences let me enjoy them and moving in the direction of that moving in the direction of a positive relationship with my body and my hope is that this episode left you with some food for thought hopefully some helpful tips and advice on how to implement a healthier relationship with your body and with food as a result. So if it did help you, please let me know. Send this to a friend if you think it would help them and drop a comment if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe or message me on Instagram, share this on your stories and tag me or leave a reply on the Q&A box on Spotify. Any of those are amazing ways to support the show and also to just let me know what you guys thought. If you're interested in coaching with me, There's information about that in the description and also on my link in bio on Instagram. So you can check that out if you're interested in working with a coach and receiving some more support on your inner growth journey. I really love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I will chat with you next week and remember to water yourself. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.